And that's the brand new song from my guest, Brittany Brody. It's called Lighthouse, and it is such a beautiful song. We'll hear it in, in its entirety a bit later here on the show. Stay tuned for that, plus another track from her. Uh, she's down in Nashville right now doing some writing and meetings and all that kind of stuff. Living the dream, as they say. Let's welcome her to the show now, Brittany Brody. Hey, Brittany. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Great to have you back on the show. It's been a while, so we got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, first of all, you're down in Nashville. Uh, how are things going there? Oh, fabulous. So, you know, playing lots of shows and writing, and actually the next couple of days I'll be recording new music as well. Excellent. Recording new music and at uh, a similar studio or the same studio down there that you recorded before? Actually, yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Right up. Well, that was a good guess on my part. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. How many how many new songs are you going into the studio with? Um, you know, the last couple weeks, uh well, I was back in Canada for some shows the last couple weeks, but just before that I was down here and did a couple new ones and then I'll do a couple more this week. So I'm just I'm constantly writing and then I wanna, you know, keep recording and keeping all these songs ready to go so i have like a stockpile for you guys <laughs> that's a great plan and uh who are you writing with these days i have um you know every trip i have basically you know you know who you work well with and you want to keep working with those people because you come out with such good stuff so i'm writing with a lot of the regular people and a couple of canadians and um then about every trip i have two to three, sometimes more new rights with new people that have reached out to me for a long time. And, but I book months ahead. So, you know, I try to fit everybody in, but um, it takes time to make that happen because we're, you know, we're writing every day and um, you, you know, you work well with the people you've always wrote with, but it's good to make space for the new people too. For sure. Do you ever have a, a writer that you hear about and whether it's social media or whatever, you really like their work and you reach out to them and, say hey can we write together oh yeah that happens all the time i mean vice versa i get people like that with me and then i and i reach out to people too and you know when they hear what you have going on and they're impressed with it then they want to work with you and i mean i've been writing with a lot of hit writers for years now because they're they're happy with uh what we come up with together and um we both bring a lot to the table and you know, no one's going to waste their time. So mm -hmm. obviously it's working out good when everybody keeps getting back together again. That's right. <laughs> That's a good sign. And once you get comfortable with someone and you know you write well together and you have a good time while you're doing it, then, of course, it's an easy uh, easy choice to call them up again. Oh, yeah, it's really good. But then, Dave, you know, on the flip side, there's always – and I know we talked about this many times way back when, but – you know, people are always asking about the writing process and how it works and the chemistry and things. But, you know, when you have someone you write with and it's not good, you, uh, I mean, sometimes people will be like, oh, I'm going to give it another shot. But, I mean, when it goes badly, I mean, I'm just kind of, I just, I can't go back. There's so many factors into the chemistry to, to write together and be in that space together in that magical little place. And for me, if it doesn't click and it doesn't work, it's, and I've given it second chances and third chances, but now I'm at the point where, you know, you can pick and choose. And um, I just know that mm. when something doesn't work, it's probably not good to force it because then it's probably not going to be organic, right? Exactly. And it's I guess it's kind of like dating. And I'm not sure if you referred 
to it that way before somebody has on the show. It's kind of like dating. Obviously, if it doesn't go well, then you don't have a second date or writing session. Well, that's very good. Um, I've never compared it to that. <laughs> but um, that, you know, that would make sense. Um, depends what kind of person you are for dating, I guess, if you – I don't know. I don't know. I've been out of that game for a while, so I'm not sure. I don't really – I'm kind of on the spot there. I don't know how to take that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll bring it back to songwriting sessions. But really it gets down to chemistry and uh, just, yeah, whether you get along with the person, whether you write well together. And, of course, once you've done that once or twice, then, yeah, you just keep at it and keep writing. I wanted to ask you, because this is a big topic these days, and I know you've talked about it uh, with other people, of course, Brittany. Um, women in country radio, women – uh, not getting played on radio. What are your thoughts on that? What is the consensus of people and why this is the way it is? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is a tough one, you know. Um, it's a problem, and it's not getting resolved very quickly. Um, you know, there's there's so many talented women, um, and I make sure, you know, I have so many talented female friends that uh, are amazing singer-songwriters and in country music, other genres too, but, you know, I do what I can to lift them up and support them, and if I have a show, like, to have other females open, when that was like a faux pas before, like, if you were a woman performing as a headliner, you had to have male openers or a group or a duo, you couldn't have other females because that would take away your thunder. Well, to me, that is absolute madness. You don't see all these lineups when there's 99% men on the lineups, they're not competing against each other. Like, they don't really have any competition. Mm -hmm. It's all men. Like, it's crazy. No, and I'm not sure if I'm answering this properly. I mean, I could go on a rant for days about this. It's not, okay, we're not getting the support we need. Radio isn't taking risks and chances like they used to, and I understand their hands are tied. I understand the politics of music, the entertainment business, and radio. I get that. So people listening to this don't need to come back and say something about me making my comments that I am. I understand all that. I've been in this business a long time. I, that's all I know. But it's not okay. People need to take risks and they need to take chances on women that are talented that they believe in or else we're going to keep spinning this web of men and no women getting played. It starts with radio and it starts with the promoters and people pushing them and you know, it's not happening. And then they're saying, well, women don't want to hear other women. Well, that's BS because you go on anything I have, it's mostly women. I want to hear them. I want to support them. I mean, it's it's absolutely crazy. And nothing gets me more peed off than when I look up, you know, a concert poster or like a festival and it's all men. There might be one female or none. It's actually like it's it's really mm-hmm. sad. People need to give their head a shake. Totally, and we need the the support out there for the for women artists and on radio, especially as well, because as you said, it all starts there and getting the, the name out. So, uh, good to hear your thoughts on it, and it is something that uh, hopefully gets better as time goes on, because uh, we need that to happen. Um, let's play your new single right now, Brittany. I can't wait to share it with everyone. Uh, it's called Lighthouse, and it's a beautiful song. Tell me, tell me more about um, the story behind this song. Yeah, well, thanks for saying that. It's uh, it's really special. I I just love the song. It's a different feel, and it's a romantic song, if you ask me. Um, so the idea that it came to me actually when I was on a radio tour, and I was in the East Coast in Canada. And I was 
standing on the pier in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and I remember looking out out at the water and I was just, you know, thinking about what it must have been like to be on a ship, you know, way back in the day or even now still, like they're out there all the time. And it's like, you know, the highways, it's like that on the ocean, like they're highways and there's so much going on. We have no idea what's going on. It's a whole other world. And then I thought about what it's like under the water and just the whole magic and romance of it all. So that's where the idea came from. And then to me, like Lighthouse, the song, like the lyrics to me, it's about like loving someone or something unconditionally and knowing that it might never be yours again and being okay with that. Like there's a sense of freedom and nostalgia in that. So yeah, it's, I just think it's a beautifully, you know, it's a really romantic song. I love it. Very nice. Let's uh, share that song right now. It is so moving and beautiful. It's Brittany Brody with Lighthouse here on In the Country. Lighthouse by the water Feet sinking in the sand I put a message in a bottle Hoping this will end With your heart across the ocean I toss it into the wind Cause letting go is all that I can do If one day the same waves reach out to you I hope you come home But if you don't, I'll be the keeper I'll leave the light on for you 
And that is my guest, Brittany Brody. It's her latest single now at Country Radio. It's called Lighthouse, and it is, uh, it's a beautiful song. Congratulations, Brittany. What is the feedback that you've had so far when you've been uh, sharing this song with uh, not only your fans but uh, people at radio? I mean, everything so far has been wonderful. Um, and it went into the top ten on the, the charts. And I was only independent on there um, when it first came out. It was after, like, three days. Um, it just, you know, I'm getting so much feedback about how it's a different sound. I'm not sure if that's quite um, what I was going for. It just, I kind of let the songs, well, I've told you this before, you know how it is. Like, I, I kind of let the songs grow their own legs and they, they end up how they end up. Just, that's the magic of it all and the beauty of creating music. Um, but everybody so far has been loving the song. And most of the people at radio are saying it's a favorite from me like it's their their top right now so they're really happy with it and fans love it that is um, great i know i know people just love it i i i don't want to toot my own horn but it's doing really well <laughs> it's a good thing good good thing for you to get that feedback and i'm sure it's one of those songs that will uh, make a difference in some listeners lives the way a lot of songs do when they're that special and, and just have that kind of message to them well thanks for saying that dave that means a lot and, and the writing process, we've talked about it many times on the show. It's always interesting to hear how songs are approached. Specifically, I wanted to ask you about uh, writer's block and just those times in a session where you may uh, not have a new line, you know, you're kind of stuck. And how do you, is there any techniques to get the creativity flowing at that point? You stand on your head. No, I'm just kidding. You don't do that. Um <laughs> <laughs> the blood rushes to the head makes sense oh yeah and then all of a sudden there's the idea if it could only be that easy um <laughs> you know sometimes you got to remove yourself from the situation and in the room sometimes you just got to go you know I'll, I'll get up and i'll leave a room after a while and just go for a walk it could be just one second down the hallway and all of a sudden there it comes or somebody that you're writing with after you leave they get an idea i think you just gotta you gotta give yourself that grace and know that it doesn't always flow easy. I mean, the ideas are there, and, I mean, we're all talented people doing our thing, um, but sometimes you just have that moment, you just need to take a breather. But that doesn't happen that often, mm-hmm. um, thankfully. We come out with some really good stuff all the time, and sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not. And, it, you know, sometimes you can write a song in an hour, other days it could be four hours, or you, you finish part of one song one day, and the next day you, you finish it. Like, it's there's so many different ways, and there's not one recipe so to speak of how to get through writer's block or or how to how to change the mood and strike that you know the hook or the next line I mean it's different every single time um, but it eventually comes and you just got to know that you'll get there do you ever come back to a song not just the next day Brittany but you've got it maybe half written or whatever and you kind of like it but you're not finishing it for whatever reason. And months down the road, you say, hey, that was a pretty good idea. i got to revisit that. And then it actually, you finish it? Yes, that does happen. Actually, I'm writing later in the week with uh, somebody that we started a song months ago. And then both of our schedules didn't line up. And now we're going to revisit that. So that's why you have work tapes. And that's why you have your lyrics so you can remember everything (laughs) you did. Because, I mean, we're writing every day. Like, it's it's crazy all the time. Your brain's going in 10 different directions. So yes, that happens. I don't have very many. I have a few, maybe 10 or so that 
are sitting in that state. And I mean, yeah, that happens all the time. A lot of people it happens to. Mm-hmm. Now, for anyone heading down to Nashville, Brittany, for the first time, you can be kind of a tour guide right now. And give us a few highlights, places that uh, people have to see their first time in Nashville. All right. Well, I did host a tour. I think you knew that last fall. Um, there was a tour from Canada come down, and I was their, their co-host, which was really cool. Um, for me, awesome. I mean, I like to hit the spots where the locals hang out because I feel like I'm a, like a, mostly a local now. That's how I feel, like a transplant. So I'm not into downtown, <laughs> but if somebody hasn't been here before, obviously they're going to hit downtown, lower Broadway. They want to see all the honky-tonks. I like to get outside of town. And go to the Nashville Palace, which is on Music Valley Drive. It's out by uh, the Grand Ole Opry and Opryland Hotel. That is my favorite place. Um, and there's excellent shopping in this town and amazing restaurants on almost every single corner. Um, I mean, you just got to Google them. Or you can go on my Instagram page and in my stories. I'm always tagging different restaurants. And um, that's a big thing in this town, like the food and the music, obviously. Um, but you know, there's so much culture here with different types of food. And, and then, you know, when you're dining, you get to listen to some amazing songwriters, too. So there's so much to do all the time. So I mm-hmm. do shopping in 12 South. I love 12 South, that area. It's all these little boutiques, and it's just really pretty. And Jenny's Ice Cream is there, so you can get some ice cream. I feel like I should be getting paid by these people for mentioning them. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> you're an influencer. <laughs> You know, you're like one of the Kardashians, but uh, on the countryside of things. I mean, thank you, Dave. I would love their money and all of that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but you should get, yeah, exactly, there should be a sponsor, sponsorship deal here or pay per tweet or Instagram post because you're, you're promoting these places, right? Oh, no, you're right, exactly. I mean, I have some wonderful sponsors, so I'm very happy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I Excellent. love... I just love telling people where to go in Nashville, not really where to go, but where what to see in <laughs> Nashville and what to do. Um, sometimes I tell people where to go in Nashville. This town is crazy. The traffic, be prepared for that if you're coming here. The traffic is madness, but <laughs> it's a beautiful town. It's a city, but it feels like a small town. Like there's a real little community here. It's, it's a beautiful place. Um, it's home to me. So, of course, I want everybody to come here and enjoy it. Nice. Well, let's turn to another track of yours uh, from a while back, uh, a little bit back anyway, called Boys Can Do That Too. And uh, tell me all about this song, and then we will play it for everybody. Yeah, so Boys Can Do That Too. Um, Yeah, that did really well too in Canada. I wrote that with my friend Mallory Johnson, who I know you just interviewed. Um, So there's a a plug for her. (laughs) Um, She's wonderful singer person. Yeah, Oh yeah, she's she's amazing. Uh so we wrote this song. Uh I came I, I came in with the idea about uh how when I was growing up, you know, I would see guys doing, you know, typical guy things, you know, running equipment and driving trucks and I just thought it was so cool and I would look at my dad and I would say, That'd be so fun to do that and he'd be like, Well girls can do that too. So I was really lucky. I grew up with a dad who, you know, was a feminist and always pushed us to do, you know, the quote boy things and, you know, just, you know, everything was equal. Like it didn't matter if you're male or female, everyone can do the same thing, but we all know that's not the world we live in. And I heard my little nephew one day say to me, um, to his sister, he said, she's playing with a monster truck. And he's like, you can't play with that. That's boy things. And I said, listen, there is no such thing 
as boy sings or girl sings or boy colors and girl colors. And that's where I got the song idea. I thought, how cool would it be for a little boy like that growing up and like I was when I was a little girl and seeing a girl running equipment and a girl driving a truck and the dad saying, well, boys can do that too. So that's where it came from. Right. Mm. Great. From real life and and putting a spin on the old phrase. Yeah, that's it. And, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff mentioned in the song. Like, I'm I'm not a hunter. I love fishing, so that line is about me. And, and I don't, I don't, I'm not a gamer. I don't know anything about video games. But we wanted to make the song reachable to everybody because not everyone does the exact same thing as I do and vice sure. versa. So, yeah, we mentioned in the lyrics, you know, as you've listened to it, like it mentions many different things that, that everyone does, and it's very relatable. And that's another one still. It's, it's going pretty strong still at radio too, because I released them not too far apart. Lighthouse and Boys can do that too, so they're both, I guess, contending against each other right now. But yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> it is. Let's hear it now. This is Brittany Brody. Boys can do that too on In the Country. You see me driving a Chevy, lifting things that are heavy. Waking up early just to punch in that clock I can barbecue T-bone, catch a ball in the end zone I hunt and I fish and I've got a good shot Yeah, that might be true, but boys, they can do that too I play Call of Duty, I'm the beast and the beauty Swap a flat tire. I'll be sitting at the table with a good poker face. Don't mind getting stuck in the dirt and the mud. I don't always play it safe. Yeah, the might be true, but boys, they can do that too. Who cares about the expectations? I'm no one for discrimination.
Brittany Brody, that is Boys Can Do That Too. Uh, another wonderful song from her. And, of course, we heard her brand-new single earlier in the show called The Lighthouse. You can request that at your local country station. And, of course, download both songs, stream them, and uh, enjoy them. They're great songs. Brittany, I want to thank you so much for being here. Great to catch up and to play a couple of your latest songs. Dave, thank you so much. And you know, and I have to say it again, you know how much I adore you and a lot of the women in the country music business, we all do. We talk about you all the time. You're just one of those guys that have been a cheerleader from day one. And I don't even know if you know how much we appreciate you. So thank you for everything you do for us. Well, that means a lot to me to hear. I really appreciate that. Uh, I'm very touched by it. Uh, And thanks, Brittany. And we will chat again soon. And all the best with Lighthouse as it continues to get out at radio. Thank you, Dave. Once again, my guest has been Brittany Brody. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.